boom hello everyone this is anshik hope you're doing well i won't be joined by suman on this one because we live on different time zones and it becomes very difficult at times to sort of sync up sometimes i'm busy sometimes he's busy and we have to keep the content rolling right so here i am just recording by myself not going to be a very long episode so don't worry about that you can see the duration of it obviously on the app that you're streaming on by the way we're available on spotify apple podcast geo seven and a couple of other apps which we don't actively promote but then according to the stats you guys sort of prefer other providers so hey to each your own as long as you're listening to us we can't complain so i'll get into it recently i watched this movie called a time to kill if you don't know what a time to kill is all about let me do a rundown of the star cast 1996 matthew mcconaughey sandra bullock samuel jackson you've got kevin spacey ashley judd and i don't know if you know who ashley judd is but just google her and you'll realize how sort of an important part of pop culture history she is now keefa sutherland oliver platt and donald sutherland's also in there and Oh yeah, the, uh, I forgot to mention this Chris Cooper and a couple of other marquee names that you would have seen here and there and again brilliant actors. Now, what sort of caught my attention was the fact that Matthew McConaughey was the lead in this role back in 96 and it's a critically and commercially acclaimed film. It made good money at the box office. And another important tidbit from this film is that it was it was directed by Joel Schumacher who if you don't know who Joel Schumacher is he until the Batman series was revived by Christopher Nolan he was credited as the director who single-handedly destroyed it with George Clooney so he directed two Batman movies one was Batman Forever when Val Kilmer was the Batman and he directed the other one with George Clooney as Batman and we all know how that those turned out to be although batman forever wasn't that bad but anyways coming back to this movie 96 matthew mcconaughey does this movie does a really good job in it and then during the 2000s spends majority of his career doing rom-coms just becomes a rom-com darling for uh, studios and during 2010s he decides that okay i, I need to sort of break away from this from these roles and move on to doing some more dramatic and serious roles and then that's when the whole maconnaissance uh started and he he delivered films like mud which sort of became a stepping stone for him to do dallas buyers club and uh interstellar later on and he's done a couple of other films here and there uh post interstellar which haven't been that notably re- well received but he's been good i mean he's one of the best actors there it just sort of got me thinking who are some of the other actors who who were relegated to doing certain kind of roles and then broke away from that niche that was assigned to them and a couple of other interesting names popped up into my head so here's some of them just off the top of my head now i don't know how many of you have watched Arnold Schwarzenegger's comedy films. I'm talking about movies like Kindergarten Cop, Twins, and he sort of broke away from that niche of being an action star because we all know him for roles like The Terminator, Predator, Total Recall, and all of a sudden goes out and does a movie like Twins with Danny DeVito and just becomes a classic 
an instant classic that people still love and it's one of those things that you know goes out to show how how highly underrated Arnold Schwarzenegger truly is as an actor because he truly impressed and he doesn't get a lot of credit for a lot of the films that he's done but he's one of those guys that impresses if given the right kind of role especially if, if it's something that challenges him so arnold schwarzenegger was one i i can even make an argument for amy adams to be honest because if you evaluate her career trajectory amy adams did movies like enchanted and again not to confuse her with isla fisher but she did movies like enchanted she did no her role in catch me if you can was something of it's it wasn't very significant compared to the roles that she's that she ended up doing later on but again it was sort of in the same niche she did you know very low level movies like leapier which i have the misfortune of watching and then 2010 decides that okay i need to break away from this and just delivers some of the best performances of her careers by doing the fighter which again came out in 2010 vice julie and julia and keep, the list keeps on going nocturnal animals was such a good trouble with the curve with clint eastwood so that's again a, a very big name that sort of pops into my mind amy adams was one who was incredibly relegated doing these rom-com films and then just comes out and goes out to show how good of an actress she truly is amy adams was one The next actor that pops into my head with regards to someone who successfully broke the typecast is Steve Carell and I think he did it in a very big way because Steve Carell spent majority of his career doing comedic roles we know him as Michael Scott that's that sort of brought him international notoriety but it wasn't just Michael Scott he was doing he worked on films like Anchorman which was a massive box office hit and he played this role of Evan Baxter on uh, this film called Bruce Almighty and then he got a spin-off with the name of Evan Almighty a comedy movie did the 40 year old version how could i forget about that crazy stupid love and comes out with a breathtaking performance in Foxcatcher absolutely knocks it out of the park with Foxcatcher gets an academy award nomination and just goes out to show that he is as legit as it gets and then you've seen him in roles like vice you've seen him in roles like beautiful boy which we praised in one of our episodes that you should check out and that's pretty much what it is with him and he just keeps on impressing for any role that he does because he's that good moving on the last important name that sort that pops into my head when i think of typecasting is robert pattinson and the reason being is that i think i watched one twilight film and just wasn't for me which is very true for a lot of guys who were growing up during during that same era because it just doesn't stick around and twilight wasn't a critical success commercially yeah, it, it moved a lot of money because it it attracted it appealed to the biggest demographic that's out there which is teenagers and then nobody would have imagined that the dude who played a vampire in twilight would be cast as batman and 
now makes a case for probably being one of the best bat men that have ever graced the screen and that's something that's a major revolution that you just can't ignore because his indie work has been next to unparalleled if you haven't watched some of his indie films that i'm referring to here's a list of some of the films that you should check out the first thing the first movie that pops up into my mind is the lighthouse with willem dafoe absolutely brilliant film moving on to good time such a such an underrated film and it's true for some of the other movies that he's done they're highly underrated but he's impressed in all of them good time is one cosmopolis was decent but you you really appreciate the kind of actor that he is rover is another good film that is worth a watch and i would highly recommend it that you guys check it out are there any other films that i've missed out do let us know on instagram at the ineffable geeks so robert pattinson is one and i have huge expectations both suman and i have huge expectations from him as batman and i and we are desperately hoping that he do, he has a really good enough script that makes him shine and some of the other honorable mentions that i'll throw in are brian cranston of course malcolm in the middle and then goes out to do breaking bad robin williams is another uh, actor that pops into my mind i would also make a, an argument for bruce willis because bruce willis did ro- a lot of rom-coms before die hard sort of changed his career trajectory and then the sixth sense is another one that was so good i mean that's that's one of the highlights of his careers and 12 monkeys with brad pitt is a very underrated movie that you guys should check out and lastly daniel ratliff as well because daniel ratliff again it, his it was similar to what robert pattinson faced did harry potter and people just assume that he couldn't do anything outside that and then all of a sudden he goes out does a lot of indie films and just absolutely impressed in every film that he did and one of the films that i can recommend that you check out is swiss army man and even a film that he did 2 years ago which was guns akimbo is a really underrated movie it's a hit and a miss for sure but it's pretty enjoyable so guns akimbo is another one and that's an episode guys a really short episode hope you guys enjoyed it what are some who are some of the other actors who you feel broke away from typecasting in the best way possible let us know on instagram again at the ineffable geeks as always we're available on apple podcast spotify geo seven and other podcasting platforms that you prefer and with that i'll be out see you in cyberspace boom